man horror host here and mental health some things come and go some ebb and flow some could never have been in vogue some never got the chance to be and there are those things that never fall out of favour just being able to oogle and be served drinks and food by gorgeous women in ridiculously skimpy themed costumes which in any is which is why an establishment like fancy fancy dress dress kept on coming keeping on despite any backlash public outcry shady histories or any manner of things which might have been less resident business closed doors for good a 24 our bar restaurant featuring scantily clad costume female star forged on. After all, there really was no bad publicity for fantasy dress. All publicity, whether considered good, bad, ugly, otherwise by monks, was welcomed. Nothing could stop man and woman alike turning up in the droves night after night after night, especially on holidays. Although it was a big commercial holiday that really drew the punters, fantasy dress didn't discriminate on what holidays they appropriated. With a holiday of some description, no matter how much school, on just about every day of the calendar year happening somewhere in the world, fantasy dress had a big pool of inspiration to pull upon. Pull from, and they mined it extensively. St. Patrick's Day, 4th of July, Australia Day. Halloween, but with Valentine's Day, they, 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 Daria Muntas. It couldn't have it, it could have been anything, any excuse for a good excuse to dress. A stunning staff up in outfits that barely consisted of more than a series of shoelace designed to match the designated day's occasion. Fancy to dress bossman Paresh had its extensive knowledge in each and every holiday around the globe for the most part the patrons drifting in on the obscure holidays from other countries had no idea what the occasion was all about but that was hardly the point they didn't know they didn't care and half the time they didn't ask there was no reason only they were there for unknown reason only it was sure as hell wasn't a history lesson or intentional holidays Mary hadn't been on the staff along at all. She was essentially the new girl. All the same, she seen all sorts of holidays be rolled, in, rolled out by the shrewd finesse, with various outfits donned by her fellow waitresses, getting wilder, more exaggerate, and more revealing each time in the brief tension. Now, before having to put up with an endless parade of drunks, perverts, lecturers, and assorted weirdos on niche occasions, few of those these be- Jackasses knew fuck all about. Mary was about to be privy to her biggest occasion yet, Christmas Eve. Though it was only early evening, Fancy Dress was already a packed, heaving mass of humanity, a throbbing soundtrack of music, married to laughter, a gale of loud conversation meshed in the unholy marriage. But it's all background noise to Mary. She was accustomed to tuning all the constant swirling sound clips out, focusing on the orders from the Panthers, all the most, all the most senior staff, including passion, the self-appointed head bitch Maria, was in predative thing. The rest was gibberish. She treated it as such. 
Hearing an entourage of some the most creative Rennebeld comments folks would conjure up was old hat. It bothered some of the girls, but Marie didn't give half a fuck about that. The drunken, f- horny, dirty fuckers. Here, with the loudest mouths, had a snowball chance in hell of getting to do anything remotely resembling the lurid fancies they spouted. So she ignored it and got on with the bit, got on with business, loaded up with another tray of drinks. She navigated through the milling crowd. She would dress, or more probably undressed, to press tonight. She pulled in plenty of big tips on average nights, where zero percent of the crowd knew what holiday had been was being peddled. But she knew the commercial big hitters were where the big money really flowed. So despite knowing it was certainly going to increase the snow blues. So sees more fuckery. She donned simply fitting attire to match the occasion and maximize any chances of walking out of shift's end with not just a jingling bell, bells but jingling pockets. She was an elf clad in a tiny green mini dress with a hugger neck, plush trim and a jagged hemline from which minuscule gold bells hung. The whole thing only really covered half of her shapely arse. She wore high high-heel red boots with stiletto steel steels so she could be classified as lethal weapons red and white green striped gloves at her elbows and a cute green elf hat green particularly this christmasy green was not normally a color but she had to admit the shade was a perfect foe for her long dust of black hair no doubt she was looking fucking stunning she debated on wearing prosthetic oil fears as well at least some cheap plastic knockoff, but a figure that might impede on her ability to hear things properly, and knowing how goddamn noisy and adopted Christmas Eve was going to be, no matter how adept she was tuning out the white noise, not hearing shit right wouldn't be advisable. Mary didn't hang around after bi- after delivering the drinks. She had a point of never engaging in banter with her punters, risking back and forth, and she had definitely comments as Kathy's forte, and she made it work. Not so merry. She was all about getting in, getting the job done, getting out. She couldn't care less if the, some titillation talk the drunken fools would rack up homeopathic days. Her looks were getting her plenty as it is, and she didn't need to go any lower than that. A ridiculous train of confidence followed her as she departed, never getting back through the rush. Damn, hope you come down my chimney tonight. I'll be coming down something too. She's an elf, you fuckard, not Santa. Can you jingle my bells? You sure need ringing. Better yet, can I jingle those bells on your arse with my dick? I've never banged an elf before. Can I have you in my Christmas stocking? Oh, a stocking, I mean. All that more trailed after along with a few slight attempts to grab her at her arse, brushed up against her in an other ways, uh, get her hands on her. Mostly folks adhere to the rules, and security crew were very, very vigilant. But now and then, some also had to try his luck. She saw the other girls working the tables, working the crowd, every play, every each playing to their strengths. Though there was no need, there was no, though there was no need to, to on nights like this. Packed out some abundant opportunities for tips, and everybody, some of the girls, still treated it like a competition, trying to outplay and outdo one another. 
which was completely unnecessary. They would be run off their feet as if it was, even with a few full start on deck. Mary couldn't care less about competing either. She knew she had no com- there was no competition, but in looks not in the look states, she had them all best, no matter how gorgeous they were. And besides the weirdos who trailed through the joint all had different tastes and panache a girl was to cater for each of them. Jessica was an elf too. The girl was perhaps the weakest immune system under the sun. Seen since she seemed to take more days off than Marie imagined was feasible. Was in a red and green ensemble with a plunging neckline that played an abundant clownish and maximum covers capability and candy cane striped knee socks bluxom and blonde. It didn't seem to matter. This girl was away in more days than she was in. When she turned up, folks were flaunting over no, like nobody's business, male and female alike. Essa had, hadn't bothered putting much effort in, in her, you know, on her costume, figuring a sexy centre outfit would do, as long as it showed off her tits and ass. It, it did. She was good to go. Esther was hot, not a doubt. She was vapid and, and a blank-eyed, looking like she smacked out of the ground most of the time. She never rang in if she didn't, couldn't, wasn't coming to work, or just didn't show up. There was a bunch of others dressed in very Christmas-themed thing, theme things, including some of which bordered on offensive to the ultra-religious with their productive sectary takes on the activity subjects, but Mary had to concentrate. Conceded it was Hamilton Slut Kathy who took the bits cake. She hadn't gone to much trouble either, but her time... Tyre was clever all the same, donning a simple quilt Santa hat, had red miniskirt and red fuckery boots. It completely assembled with a simple snucket in fitting t shirt, a belt of mistletoe around her waist, a slogan on her shirt read, Kiss me under the mistletoe, and actually the boldest toker on the staff made it that a focal point for, for any Julie arsels she, she waited upon. Mary wasn't going out of her way to befriend any, her, any of her co-workers. She wasn't there to make friends. Already Miss Maria, Maria hated her from the word go, but according to most of the girls, Maria hated anyone new who came in ever since her favourite starfer, a star attraction Easter bunny, just right, vanished right off the face of Earth, as Esther no less. Under a pile of suspicious circumstances with a well-warmer, Winter, well, welter dead bodies turning up, mutilated, missing testicles, a snuggled board of brutal entity, simple glory, glory shit. As she scanned the crowd, Mary had to concede she was feeling like her co-workers had over-exaggerated the behaviour of the bunters on their massive occasions. By all counts, these complete commercial holidays turned normal fuckers into complete freak fuckers, just like a full moon was meant to make folks go batshit crazy. There's still a long way to go in the night, but for the time she'd been, she'd been present, Mary was feeling a little overwhelmed. She'd been expecting horny desperados. Desperates to run off at the mouth with sleazy shit they probably practiced with one another before coming in, so it wasn't nothing special. Then Santa Claus walked into the front, in the front door. At first, Mary just laughed herself, thinking nothing of it. 
After all, it wasn't unusual for some patrons to try and get in a costume of things, but certainly holidays donned their own costumes. Mary had seen some women come in on off the street, dressed to kill, looking to outdo Fantasy's dress own staff with capability and skimpness of their costumes. She heard passion to even approach one or two to see if they wanted to join the boys before. She noticed it wasn't Santa Claus. They were characters with the fuck they 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 were they they were characters with what the fuck aren't they? Reindeer masks had to be antlers, long faces, Jeremy tan brown. It didn't look normal though. Kinda of meshed on, misshapen, all together fucking creepy. Nothing festive about ill fitting mask coverings, misgrading as Questria regalia. Looked like last minute grabs at a bargain basement costume I had to chop. To begin, she, begin with she thought it was just two flanking Christmas, two flanking Christmas present, but her eyes panned around the room, as they prone to do, always pay to keep your eyes everywhere all the time, she realized, when there were more reindeers in the house, only over by the bar, by the doors leading to the restaurant, facilities, another by the side entrance, another adjacent to the staff exit uh, back. She surveyed that it was visible, the whole area, eyes darting around the establishment perimeters. There were reindeers all around, standing on the fringes of the crowd, essentially surrounding them, as if they deformed anonymous masks over their faces. Weren't creepy enough, the lurking on the outside of the rest of the patrons made Marie exceedingly perturbed. It was a congregation was meant to be Santa, his eight reindeers, or whatever, maybe the fuck he had. Mary didn't quite recall then what why wouldn't they enter fancy dress fancy dress together? Why didn't they just be a whole fucking sleigh in? Mary wasn't common masks weren't common about fancy dress. Fancy dress, not unless they were engaging in some mass specific holiday or a rare instant Pranesh decided that a masquerade ball style event would work. Since this was right neither and their costumes were friendly did not indulge in costumes of their own. It didn't usually resort to masks. Mary thought that strange appearance of Santa's would be sleigh holders most unnerving. He's generally on the ball with seeing if such new patrons were coming in, but of course it's pretty hectic here. He couldn't be blamed for missing any of the new two newcomers. A pile of masked reindeer seemed like something she had picked up, something in through the front door straight away. And this they had hadn't come in the same entrance. Seemed like they were, that she had picked them up some coming up through the front door straight away there. Unless they had come in in the same entrance. Surely security would have been all over that. They were vigilant stringent and he wouldn't wasn't much amiss. They got up, got by them. Maria frowned as then Santa's voice boomed, even over the constant thumb of the crowd's noise. Married to the pulse of the music, it was audible, and Mary was standing at a fair distance from him. Ho, 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 was what he said. Of course, Mary didn't know what to expect to say. Anything else? What else would you say? He's fucking Santa Claus, after all. A couple of the folk around his general vicinity laughed. 
Some cleared his path. Others drifted in closer, as they expected the guy in the red suit to start with separating presence or some shit. Some annoyed him completely. Then the music stopped abruptly. One moment in the industrial version of the deck, the halls was hammering away in accompaniment to the crowd noise. Next, the veneer of the sound is added to mix was stripped away. The purchase stops some people in their tracks, causing them to momentarily cease conversations, carousing or catcalling to the scantily cut of staff. Not all, but a good majority. Enough was that the sound there was a place to dissipate to the point it was eerily quiet in there. Mary glanced at the next level, where Rutko's DJ booth was located. Their level was one open one, in by rooms where some of the girls resided, and some occasionally to supplemented their income, but it ventured could control activities other than those that were nothing. There's nothing else up there. Oh, the DJ well, well, we go work the tracks and play music to cater for each other's theme. Except now, it just wasn't. It was wasn't. It wasn't just Rico at the booth. It's one of those thickly faced reindeer people here too. Ho ho! Santa repeated in a void of crescation music, and Grinnell had created his voice carried right throughout Francis' dress. Apart aside from those who hadn't stopped talking, or even too irritated to care, they hadn't been a soul in the place who didn't hear his words. Ho, ho, ho. There's a sudden wide whole track of holes in there. Ho, 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 repeated Santa in the void of saturation music and general chatter. Crazy voice carried right through throughout. Fancy dress aside from those who hadn't stopped talking or had been too ready to care, they wouldn't have been a soul in place who didn't hear these words. Ho, 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 there's a whole fuckload of hoes in the air. There's one there, one there, another one over there. A whole pile of them, shaking their hands, bare backsides, rubbing their peculiar ambitiousness in everybody's face. Yes, sir, this place is a swimming viper's nest. Of hoes and sinners, there was nothing jolly about a particular diatribe at all. Amusing on the face of some patrons shifted to confusion, vexation, irritation, push out of the floor, doing his usual rounds, ensuring the girls were keeping everyone happy, and all just flying was already on a job. Speaking to his new, into his new lapel mic. Security personnel now and Murphy were closest, and already responded to Page's directive. As he moved in purposeful stride towards that clinical centre, a couple of radius put to patch themselves from their lurking wall positions and put themselves in the path for both guards. Even the men were prepared to fuck around and any would-be distractions or half-assed attempts to prevent them gaining access to the centre. Both over six foot tall, in muscular physiques, they looked like they were carved from granite. Other f- fellows had dwelt with many a soul, far more intimidating than a pair of clowns and reindeer suits before. It, even the patients on occasion to waste time swatting at pesky flies they stood it amounted to. Except there was nothing half arsed about the reindeer pair at all. Before either God could have mobilised and lift 
nullified the reindeer approach. Some of the showed their hands at the very last moment, both inside the long ten from the, from inside the long tan sleeves of the outfits of reindeer sat back as got let blades they So there's nothing half-hearted about the reindeer behind at all. Even though, even, even before, even God could mobilize and notify the, the reindeer approach, both the feet showed their hands at the very last moment. For inside the long tin sleeves of the outfits of reindeer, let blades of slide knives falling into their riding hands. One punched the point of his weapon to Noah's stomach and sliced upwards. Shivering through material, skin, flesh, internal organs, as a man's eyes boggled wide with pain and shock, the reindeer assassin continued to work. The blade, widening a horrific and bloody aperture in Noah's gut, loops of innards spilled out to slippery, fleshy coals. At the same time, reindeer too stabbed Matthew in the side of the neck, jerking his knife around as it tended to saw the man's head off. If it if that was the plan, it hadn't worked so well. But it made sure as hell put the brakes on Matthew's forward progress. Screams and shouts plummeted one another and chased each other around the room. Panic erupted and Mildred's reactions were merry. Froze to a route back to the bar. Couldn't already see why some of these actions were doomed to fail. Many patrons making the same possession to run and the doors were going to be pulled up short. So entered Ranger's work lights for every entry exit and those who entered in their company would already shut and close their close their doors many patrons pulling making a snap decision to run the doors were going to be pulled up short. Rangers' danger exactly is were every were at every entry exit. Those who entered his company had already shut and sealed the main doors. Thus, Santa was pulling the handgun over his pocket in his red suit and triggering a burst into the air. A sharp crack of it stopping amidst the screaming, stupid medley of chaos stopped people short, freezing like some idiot game of statues. Everybody's fucking stay right where you are, Santa condemned, commanded please. Perhaps unnecessary, the gunfire was enough to send folks ducking down for cover, spawning on the floors, may hiding behind one another. Whether or not the reindeer's disciples around the perimeters were semi armed seemed relevant, and few of the staff of patients were about to test the theory that they might not be, since the two of them. Blade whining, whining, horrific and bloody aperture. Nails, guts, loops, and spoiled upwards. At the same time, reindeer too stabbed Matthew in the side of the neck, jerking his knife around.
as if he intended to sell the man's right hand off. If it was a plan, it didn't work out so well. But as well, sure as hell, put a brakes on Murphy's forward progress. Screams and shouts plummeted one another and chased each other around the room. Panic erupted in a myriad directions, but Mary froze and route back to her. But Barr could already see that why his reactions were doomed to fail. Many matrons making the set addition to run. The doors were going to be pulled out short. Scientists ran into his satellites at every entry exit. Those who entered in his company already shut and sealed the main doors. Then Santa was pulling a handgun from a pocket in his red suit and triggering a burst in the air. A sharp crack of it snapping amidst the screaming, stupid medley of chaos. Stopped people short, freezing them with some game of statues. Everyone fucking stay where you are, Santa commanded. Perhaps unnecessary. A gunfire is enough to spend people ducking for cover, pulling on floors, hiding behind one another. Whether or not the ranger disciplines, the disciples ran a perimeter to assembly. Armed, similarly armed, seemed evident. A few of the staff of patrons were about to test the theory that it might not be. Since two of them clearly just possessed knives, they were just used, just used to dispel and stab security personnel with them. It was a safe bet, assuming others were totering something equally deadly. Greater weight in numbers meant one of those these fantasy trespassers and workers would probably have made it out of the way or another. But shit chuck of them were in possession of stones to throw them right into the line of fire. Nobody would go first to die. Well, first after security meetings, in any case. Look, in this teeming, teeming perverted mass of filth in here, Santa said, this is how you denigrate heathen scum celebrate Christmas by sending them flashing flesh into temp to a fornication, fucking whoring, drunken, convulsing, and debasing yourselves. Fortunately, Santa Claus had arrived just in time with a whole sack of presents, full of presents, to rectify that situation and lighten the heart and sinners. With the crowd from over the milling, over there milling around Santa, when he first arrived into the place, Mary hadn't noticed that, but she did. She did now. He had a red suit, a white, big white beard, a ridiculous hat. He even tooted a big back the sack over his shoulder, though the gun in his hand tended to ruin his terribility. General, general impression may, most people might have had of typical Santa Claus. Disciples, Santa addressed his reindeers, which made Mary think he was something of a confused motherfucker. Didn't seem to like sure he wanted to be sent Disciples, he dressed his reindeer and made it very thinking of something of a confused motherfucker. Didn't seem like he's sure whether he wanted to be Saint Nick or Saint or Jesus Christ. So we're going to make the sinners from the sluts and slut pillars. Maybe these poor misguided idiots can find ways to atone. Despite the gravity of the situation, Mary found it particularly amusing that some of the fancies dressed. Girls 
should mightily have folded by a slight remark. Shit, it, was, it wasn't entirely an act appraisal of each and every one of them. Some of the blank statements, but in sure as hell, fit a few of those women, just like a body, 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 body glove. A rough cycle, circle of space then opened up around the demented Chris Kringle and his two flanking reindeer disciples as well as two murderous freaks with a bloody knives. Into it so two more thrust up. Another couple of century brigade, Michael and Janet. They drew big men, their faces swollen and bloody, but forced to their knees on the floor before the captors moved off with other members of the reindeer posse. I do as they were claimed, but Sully, not so jolly leader, very bid. Mary still froze in the same spot that she's standing ever since clapping. Eyes and the festive freaks were suddenly punted forward. Caught her balance by surprise, she fell forward, only just managed to save herself from a violent face-to-face meeting with the ground. As she sprawled, she realised one reindeer must have propelled herself with a boot or arse. Mary stood frozen at the same pot, but steadily ever since clapping eyes. A rough circle of space that opened up around the disvented Chris Kringle and two flanking reindeer disciples as well. As the two murderous freaks and their bloodied knives into unto two more fast another couple of the security parade. Michael and Trinidad the drew a big man. Their faces swollen and bloody were forced to their knees on the floor, before the captors moved off with the other members of Red Pudussy to do their red-clad, not-so-jolly leader bid. Mary, still frozen in the same spot, had been standing there ever, ever since clapping eyes and the freak, festive freaks were suddenly punted forward. Caught off balance by surprise, she fell forwards, only just managing to save herself from a violent face-to-face meeting with the ground. As she spawned, she realised that one of the reindeer must have propelled her with an ar- boot on her arse. The p- number of patrons of fancy dress staff in the venue far outweighed the men- number of Christian Christmas aggressors. So- yet someone had its disciples managed to comply with Christmas bit- Santa's bidding swiftly. Punches were moved with terrible troubles. Midnight moved from tables mid-meal mid, almost without issue some with violent force those popping up at the bar otherwise milling around the place while lightweights commanded to move and join in patrons the scattery costume girls patients and the, the security guard all and all the other staff were made to remain together some still standing, still standing. Some forced to their knees. Others, like Marie, were sorted from behind, remained on the floor. From an awkward position, Mary guessed fear being shot, stabbed, and likewise mutilated at the hands of these tobacco drops, was a strong motive for most to comply. Whether people in here generally believed in some Christmas traditions or any of the other bullshit associated with it, it's a fair bet to each one of them wanted to live long enough to see Christmas Day. The reindeer most must have looked like demented rejects from a costume party gone badly wrong, but they were brutally effective at separating the punters from the staffers. 
Mary had not seen any more guns in possession of the collective, but unlike most of the time, she hadn't been able to see their eyes anywhere, scoping at anything going on that was happening quickly and ruthlessly. Sure enough, all customers were clear away from the major facility and made of vain in humidity positions at the very rear of the club, under the watchful eyes of the several reindeer. A race returned to the central hub, where push and his staff surrounded. Santa strode to where Push stood. It, it was indeed a personal stride, but not some rolling and wit- ambling fat man. As Mary watched, she saw the man that was big, but only not only fat olive in effect, hardly pro- proper resp- response, reputation of Santa at all, even at, along with the gun in his hand, fucked up. They had ideas. The Santa had been might have looked good like demented to form rejects from a coaching party gone badly wrong, but they were brutally effective for separating the punters from the staffers. Mary didn't see him any more guns in the possession of the collective, but like most of the time, she wasn't able to meet eyes of anywhere. Scoping out everything going on it had happened quickly and ruthlessly. Soon enough all the customers were cleared away from the media facility and made to remain in humidity positions at the very rear of the club, ever under the watchful eyes of several reindeer. The rest returned to the central hub of Persia as the staff were surrounded. Santa strode to it to where Fresher stood and it was indeed a personal stride but not some rolling ambling fat men in the gate as many watched she saw the man was big but not overly bad hardly a proper representation of Santa at all again his gun in his hand fucked up Reindeer though it might have looked like the dejected rejects of a question party gone bad wrong, but they were brutally effective at separating punters from the staffers. Mary hadn't seen any more guns than possessions of the collective, but like most of the time she hadn't been able to make eyes anywhere, scoping out anything going on and having quickly ruthlessly. Soon enough all customers were cleared away from immediate fraternity, and Reindeer returning humiliated positions at the very rear of the club under the watchful eyes of several reindeer. A rest returned to Count Central Hub where personally staff were surrounded. Santa strode to where the post stood and was indeed a personal guy, not stride, not the some rolling ambling fat man gates as Mary what she saw that the man was big, but not overly bit of that. Hardly the proper representation centre at all. Again, the gun in his hand fucked up any notions of the proper centre. You! Santa jabbed the nose at the gun like a printed accusing finger for under precious twirling. You're the root of this evil. You're the smut peddler. It is you. It is how you view Christmas at time. It's a time to claim wealth from the mis- from the mis- from the misbegotten filthy wenches less than in less than underwear dressing up to make a mockery of the Christmas tradition in its obscurity. What Christmas means to you? 
Do I know you? Percy's eyes narrowed as he gazed evenly at Santa, as if, if he was afraid he wasn't yet showing it. You don't know shit. It's a safe bet you don't believe in me. You have no faith, having nothing to do the true Christmas spirit, your mortal soul. So let's just see how much you and your Harlem of whores and Wenchman but Christmas means to you, I don't know what you mean, I don't know what you mean. I don't know you, Patch's eyes narrowed as he gazed eagerly at Santa. He was afraid he wasn't yet showing it. You don't know shit, it's a safe bet you won't believe in me. You have no faith, some nothing to do the truth. There's a spirit in your mouth, that is his soul. But let's see how much you and your arm of whores and hatred actually know about Christmas. Let's play games, ask some questions, and see what... Any you could do for your fellow man or woman. Without warning, Santa's gun hand jerked around his short, sharp arc. Pistol weapon patched his face across the face. A fine spray of blood mislit, misdrewed, misted in the air, fa- fancy dress. Boss cup size like a manorat, abruptly released from its rings. Santa was already turning his, on his boot heel, getting round to his eyes. So let's see how much you and your Harlem whores and henchmen actually know about Christmas. Let's play some games, ask some questions, and see what what any of you go do for your fellow man or woman. About warning, Santa's gun hand jerked around in short sharp arc, pistol whipping punch across the face, a fine spray of bloody mist it misted. In the air, a fancy, fancy dress boss capsized, like a marionette apparently released from its strings. Santa was already turning his bo- booted heel, turning around to an eye and other member. Other members as captive audience before Patches had it even hit the deck. You, you tentative focus on this, if you're the first in Santa, and, uh, but you didn't know the first thing about the legend of Santa Claus, or St. Nick of Elliot. I'm sure, I hell bet you don't, how the focus is about nativity, for example. Can you tell me what gifts the three wise men bought the, for the Jesus, baby Jesus Mary's? Wasn't even sure if Esther was thinking about his answer. Her face was still bore the same blank, vivid expression. Go for Santa was already turning his booted heel, turning around to buy other members of his captive order to approach her to even hit the deck. You, his attention focused on Esther, in your flux and Santa's slut attire. Bet you'd done even the first thing about Legend of Santa Claus, I said Nick. Any more, any of that, I'm sure, as hell, but you don't know the focus about the nativity. For example, can you tell me what gifts the three wise men bought for the baby Jesus? Mary wasn't sure if Esther was thinking about his, his answer. Her voice still bore the same blank, vivid expression. As always, as if the words hadn't been registered, then the frown crinkled her vision. Gold, Frankenstein, and Mirror. 
Mary had would have laughed out loud if she did not suspect the reaction would occur the wolf of Santa. He, however, did laugh, incredulously shaking his head so hard a fluffy white pom-pom on the end of his luscious stocking cap flapped from one side to another. Jimmy H. Christmas could have asked you to recite the jing- jingles to Derek's to Jingle Bells. Jingles, hell of a good idea, one of the reindeer standing back behind us, a, a rough arc surrounding the fancy Derek's. He stepped forward and raised a hand and graced in gloves, intent to resent those helps. Then he was holding a large bell, dull green in colour. He swung it without warning and all incredible. A bell clapper struck the lips of it, mood, ringing out of conjecture with a more, much more disturbing sound, the sound of a heavy object smashing against the side of Esther's head with a flat thud. Esther toppled sideways with an accompanying spatter of blood spluttering from her cranium, spooling against her fellow surf, surf, staffers. As renewed screams of the residued near, nearest to her, she scrambled sideways, backwards, any, anywhere to move clear. Mary, Mary moved, more, moved almost immediately, scrabbling backwards. She thumped into something behind her and stopped short. Logically, she ran herself in the legs of one of the surrounding reindeers. He, he kicked her in the spine and with such a sharp blow to bell. She felt terribly paralyzed and flopped back down to the floor. If the first blow of the weight ever hadn't killed Esther, the second one sure hell did. The bell winder could stood aside her prone body and landed another stubby stretch into landed another stubby strike with the blood spattered bell that had flattened her ruined head into a glory f- skull pancake. Shut up, shut up, Santa ballad before the crescendo of squeal, screams and terrified shrieks. There's going to be a whole lot of brains and blood if you like, don't idiots, don't pipe down. It isn't so much that I don't want you to be heard. After all, braining at boss had his plan play super so he isn't going to amount to squat. It's more than I don't want to hear your painful voices. Most of the screams died away, but literally a muffled sobs and more subsequent shock persisted. Some of the girls had actually collapsed on the floor, huddled up in disbelieving girls. Marie was one of them in something of a frontal ball, but only because she felt like moving right now as in possibility her whole back felt like she had been smacked by a jackhammer well i could see they might have been kicked and that off unfairly santa said his tone conventionally controversially later of amusement probably wouldn't uh, shouldn't have asked the one who looked as dumb as post anything of course mr mr state over there didn't hire her for intelligence though did he let's hope the rest of the horse didn't well, just plastic tits and pretty vacious faces. Perhaps he hadn't respond, nor, nor he probably expected to. He called away from the centre arc. Our attention had been fixated on the spectacle. Vessels being bludgeoned with a bell. Now he lay on the outskirts of the forged congregation. Let's try another, Santa. 
Let's try another. Maybe the Knuckles have a little more respect for the Christmas notions, Santa Art looked at Noah. You, what's your favourite Christmas carol? Do you know one eye particularly swollen shut and with a face cross hatched by cuts and abrasions glared and festive? And that it, fuck you. I guess I expect too much. And that, and not, and that, that one was just about as easy as you got. As if they're going to come, but your Nefendal, Nefendal Tesserome just wouldn't allow you to take a shot at atoning for your sins, a burn of sinners, a den of sympathies with a sigh. Santa slung the stock of his shoulder, dropping it on the floor between his boots. He handed his gun to the nearest reindeer. Only one merry notice was adorned with a shiny red, no, red Rudolph nose and his deformed costume. So Nick delved in inside the sack and rummaged about around him and withdrew an item carved a turkey comet and an angled alkalite dress flung down a hand and Santa tossed him what was appropriately in a sack with particularly athletic carving knife and the arm sparked off in Joseph's face a wild runaway, still visible. Almost fearful, panic chorus rang out. This was ha- both Jonas searching to try old Christmas Carol. And a host of others were faintly heard in Christmas Carol's suggestions. Carve the turkey comment at the end of the curtain clay. Addressed, flung out of the hand, and a Santa tossed him back his appropriate from his sack a predictably a classic carving knife. As alarm sparkled in Jack Jonah's eye, or rather than one eye, he's still visible. Another fearful panicked chorus rang out. This was both Jonah searching the title Christmas Carol, a host of others were frankly holding Christmas Carol to just now. So, come Karen said, said, then started something, seeing. Oh, come you, you faithful, in a hideous off-key wobble. Comet slugged Jonah with an, el- with an elbow to the temple. A man tumbled to his knees and healed over. Day's glassiness steering over the one good eye. Swinging aside him, Comet went back to the Kyvernaf. To work with the Kyvernaf, blood mist sprayed in the air so thick. It was as if a demented reindeer butcher had sent to the boy glory red cloud that two of the security girls weren't couldn't sit by in helpfulness for all they lunged from their awkward floor positions and bid to go get Comet Rudolph shot them both then he riveted almost lazy and shot Karen right through the gaping walloping mouth as extremely strange the song died away a hideous blood curling choke as bullets rode her brain Bait of a skull. Other, others, either attempting to get to their friends or the hell away, froze where they did, where they were. A circle of fancy dressed floor, all round and contained, was now an abattoir to rain of appalling, sprawling blood and escalating body count. Escalating body count. Jonah wasn't, hadn't been reasonable anymore, nor even a per, not even a person. He looked like a multi-sided beast. An untrust of hacked off segments. 
being flung from a big field battlement to lead brandishing comet. Other, over there, something, somewhere, Merrin heard the sounds of clock choking and wrenching as some of the weak, some of the overpowering ability to stand in sickening spectacles. She wasn't surprised. She doubted if any of these folks in here had ever witnessed to anything remotely as gruesome as this. Turning the summits inside out, or even as fairly reasonable response, she then she'd been focusing on something else though. In a melee, Pash had managed to slide outside the circle of reindeer, out beyond them. They use over the club patrons see better keep vigilant eyes on them, rather than the ring of butchery. So they didn't use the pressy dress boss create a little separation between him and the Christmas surprises. Anything, apparently even Panther was caught up in the glory. Brevity and the knowledge that the man he held in accountability for this whole scene, Denison, a fragrant mockery to Christmas Tetherians, was longer contained within the circle. Instead, he was already signaling out another target. Kathy unsurprisingly how about you, you reverend cunt? I'm not so dense he didn't cast the actress in, in surrendos of your teacher here. Whether the concept mistletoe itself is offensive enough, considering it stands for juries and silly notions of magical powers, rather than general Christian beliefs, all that aside, how can you tell me roughly about the word mistletoe means? Who means? Kathy was clearly not prepared to curb her study ways, even for her friends, dead around her. Bet your sack is swollen, Santa. Instead of taking your pet out of aggression, killing people, why don't you use its empty sack? Come on, how about give me your white hat at Christmas? Give me your, uh, give me that, stuffing, like a stuffing. If Marie had, would see Santa's face beneath the mass of white whiskers, masking most of it. She had a fair day idea that his expression wouldn't, wouldn't be contented lust. After all, quite obviously, the guy was a frequent, vicious nut, a showbox extremist, and would embark on fantasy dress in the world's possible way. A sound of disgust escaped a red-haired black job, and rather than respond, he, he dropped his attention back to his sack. Unfortunately for Kathy, not sat, she's making limited references to. For the bag, Santa attained yet another item, something that looked like a long section of twig, wrench, but immediately tree. But Mary already knew it was mistletoe, except it was particularly branch, came from a banishment. Barbed wire was twisted along its breath length. This is the accursed weed, Santa said, the name of which actually Lucy Trent says to shit on a stick. And for you, dim, lusty slut, you just shit out of luck. He moved with a speed which belied his size, and doubtly have a Christian he's wearing. A wet, double, night wild wire, mesotone around Kathy's folk. The cruel grat was yanked back and with ferocity that bulged the hapless girl's eyes from her head. Her face went pale to dark crimson from an appalling, alarming purple side to the blink of an eye. The rosettes of blood emerged 
on her throat as the barbs dug with their steel points into the flesh, deep into the flesh. Folks must have learned that they're bit lessons about rushing into a try and save the selected victim. Nobody moved to do so. Again, Mary thought the lot of them any real desire to undo this terror, mass syndicated rush from patrons and staff alike, would have thrown from Santa the radiant squad. Eventually, though, nobody wanted to be a hero, especially Santa, a dead one. The lights went out, everything was bathed in total darkness. Mary was hoping that Patrick's madness plan was crawling away with immediate vicinity, and instead, included. Mary was hoping that Patrick's master and calling away was immediate physicity behind, including something like digging an elephant gun out and fucking bazooka out of his office. But eventually, his first port call was the mastery power switch. Still, that was enough to buy him some time, hopefully he'd make it to the office and locate any of Mary's imagined weapons. Mary wasn't long, wasn't going to fuck around here either. She had a designs of her own. On two locations, a route to the same or the other. She moved, ignoring the painful process from her spine. She grabbed her handfuls of nearest fancy dresses on the floor with her, urging them to move their asses too. Panic erupted the sudden onslaught of dark, not from the halls of captives, but the captives alike. An entrance of gunshots rang out, the sound deafening amidst a fray of screams. The sound of Corday joined an already ranked, perverting order of blood and set. Hanging over the air in the air, motorcycles, the common, the commotion of rushing treatment, and designs on two locations on route to the other. She moved, ignoring the painful protests of her spine. She grabbed a handfuls of nearest fancy dresses to the floor of her, urging them to move their asses too. Panic erupted in a sudden onslaught of dark, but not the halls of captives, but the captives alike. And treasure gunshots rang out, sound deafening amidst a furry stream screams. A smell of cold right joined a already bank involving odors of blood and shit hanging over everywhere. Meaty chunks, a commotion of rushing movement and a range of other sounds very sensitively collided one another as prisoners and prisoners took action alike. But Mary ignored them all. With single handed purpose she hit a first destination, having her eye on it prior to it. Patch cutting out the lights. In confusion bred by the abrupt spell of dark, she had been suddenly attaining what she sought. Bodies were hidden far behind her. She had no idea who or from which side the crashing sounds of furniture behind over turn came fears out came in a compliment glass dining plates and boss bottles shattering more gunfire screams of terror disorientation pain Mary falls on she had no idea but somebody those she urged to make their move more following blundering after in the dark she knew the light would, wouldn't be any good a psycho motherfuckers had done some mean me uh, would find some means of hallucination to to so would to would 
patients desperate to see what was coming. Fear of what had happened in the dark seemed to have more overflowing powering than actually seeing what happened. But do not so for for memory. She preferred the, preferred the dark. She reached his sensation. The dog bumped now. The announcement now that it wasn't a pitch of black. It had been in the immediate aftermath of patches, switching off the mains. It was a sort of lights independent of the mains. Here, behind the barber, Mary had made a dash. She Not only did she make, did have a reasonable, solid, temporary hiding place, she also had a moment of visibility. She could see who those companions who had chosen to follow her behind from the slaughtered scenery of the fancy dress. Marie, Jessam and Jeff from the kitchen. Or as they all hunched together, ducked down the front, down low, below the level of the bar, the sudden spill of lights were shattered, erratically shadows across faces, almost splash of blood with the butchery in their midst. What do we do, Maria? Moaned a voice, hoarse and ragged with screaming. Call the police? Nope. No police, Mary voted. Peter that. As all the hundred hunched together, ducked away the fuck down low light below the level of bars, some spill lights with shattered erratic shadows across faces, already splashed of blood was butchered in this mist. What do we do, my 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 honor? Maria moaned, her voice hoarse and ragged with screaming. Call the police? Nope, no police, Mary voted for that. Just like the sunny son of beef shed, Patcher had his place soundproofed. Shut all the doors and keep everything locked down. Like I'm sure you have. There's nothing to add audio from the outside. Nobody could even verify gunshots or whatever. Also, by the time police got there, remember, it's fucking Christmas Eve. Not out there. Drunks and all kinds of shit getting them preoccupied. They're occupied. We all we're always dead as Christmas turkeys. These motherfuckers weren't demanding ransoms. This is not the situation. You know you know who the bar these bastards are. Of course the negatives issued quietly through Jackson's response was a mere shake of her head as she screamed out all the words she could muster up no more. Remember around two weeks ago, those fanatical, brilliant and holier, the now motherfuckers started picketing and marching around outside, trying to say Twitter, people, this is the very devil's house, that all kind of shit, remember that? Oh, shit, yes, Jeff said, a realisation dawning in his eyes. Cots could drag them away, shit, I bet you're right. I know I'm right, that's why I put thought that's the fakes that thought that say, fa- fake fat ass Santa was familiar because he is that's back to finish to what he started and it's time for real it's dream real apparently there's only one way to cure it as devilish dolls or a slutty smutty ways making a dollar on Christmas Eve is deadly sin I'm guessing when it's done the way we are we, we're done in here what do we do Maria wailed they're going to kill us all not if we kill them first. What are you saying? Short answer, Mary said. 
Yes, I am good, and I am. What? Well, there's the scoop, folks. Want to know what I'm applied for this job? Why there's such a big gap in my period's employment? It was because I'm enjoying an enforced holiday at Empathy Institution for the Criminal Insane, a long one. Parish didn't seem to care too much about any sort of discourse for the application. Shit, I care that I guess having a nice set of tits and a great arse are pretty much the requirement elements of snag this job. So, whoops, guess the little old insane thing must have slipped my mind. But yeah, in short, damn straight, I'm insane. Those sick moments of son of, of bitches are all kinds of fucked up, but they don't mean me at all. I'm a whole new level of fucked up. I really looked like she slugged out with a wrecking ball with Jessica. Just looked as though she accepted everything was possible at this stage. Jeff looked confused if he was expecting a punchline to follow. You seem pretty rational to me, he said. Don't let me fool you. In the rush to escape, immediate visibility, undercover, sudden dark, none of them taking any notice of what worry I brought along with her. None but now with, with a series of small lights beaming, varying degrees of effigence on them, they could see what she grasped, held between her feet. Maria yeah, looked like she stuck with a wrecking ball. Jessica just looked like she could accept that anything was possible. This stage, Jeff looked confused as he was expecting a punchline for a fellow. You don't seem pretty, you seem pretty rational to me, he said. Don't be that right for you. In a rush to escape the immediate vicinity under cover of sudden dark, none of them had taken any notice of Marie had brought along with her. Now with a series of small lights beaming, varying degrees of vicinity on them all. They could see what she grasped, held between her first feet, sent next chest. That's that. Jesus Christ, is that? Bet your ass, Santa's sack. Looks like he wasn't keeping it tight enough. Hold on. When the lights went out, one of the multiple rows of liquor bookmaps at the back of the bar, the doors were mere glass, but were comprised of refractive mirrors. As Mary cast her eyes that way, she acknowledged that she could see part of what was occurring on the other side. She made her first move. Cognac and brandy had been popularly smoothing, so Barsaf had plenty of them both in close property. Proximity. Mary taking plenty of orders of those. Alcohol knew where to locate them both. So she did without having raised her head above the bell. I capping the two hundred bell dollar bill of Remy Martin. She took the healthy shrug of it and she very gasped. You're going to get hammered at a time like this? You are crazy. Told you so. Marie grinned with expression, told her companions she wasn't yanking anything cranky about being unbalanced. Besides, all shit. Well, shit, it's Christmas, isn't it? But anyways, a couple of seconds later, in construction of a bar cloth, a cigarette lighter, she showed them all the real reason behind grabbing the fiery alcohol. Oh, shit, Jeff's eyes widened. The mirror cabinet's didn't allow Mary to see too much, but she caught enough to realise the road of putty. I hadn't stumbled around blindly in the dark after the first panic outburst for gunshots. Some of them had obviously been armed with flashlights as well as any armoury they bought. A couple of antlered fools reflected the mirror, 
still with general vicinity on the left side. Maria st- stood with face and held a brandy bottle put up to a coat girl and headed right among their feet, exploding out on the hard floor. With floor, a rush of flames engulfed the pants, legs of the reindeer costumes and spread upwards as a remarkable place. Whenever cheap material the outfits were bright of was hell as was flammable. Now it's time for the reindeer boots to scream as they came flaming, stirring torches. Ignore bitches, Mary declared. Holy fuck, Jeff slumped down to the floor again, eyes wider than ever. Neither of the girls had risen when Mary had both witnessed a fiery result blazing in an inferno in the reflection of the liquor cabinet, grinning with that lunatic grin, her eyes ablaze. With an unerving malice. Mary turned her attention to Santa's sack. She opened it and looked inside. She let herself sit back down to deep, familiar, comfortable darkness. Not all the gunfire erupting after Fancy Dress was plunged in darkness came from the weapons of the hands of the Utah assailants. As Porsche made his selfie exit from the bloody circle, he had in mind on his. Point two Smith for Western revolver inside his jacket, as well as the immediate plan to blanket. Fancied that dress in darkness, some of the security also carried, but it was a fair bet that those like Michael and Fearis tried to put butchered beef uh, rather than carved turkey, as Jonah had been frisked and relieved of their theirs when they were ambushed and beat down outside the venue. Why Santa? Had it made a point of frisking everybody else in the joint, or was beyond Pat, but he was fucking glad he hadn't. He kept his eyes on the target the whole time he called. And Dilly, he'd have plugged that beard, red suit, motherfucker. But the King Jesus King was well surrounded by his disciples, and then to push his own men, people would have been in line for fire. Shooting inside his own club, especially in the pitch black, he's about to drench the joint. It wasn't the ideal situation, but it's the point of time. Anything was worth a shot. Calling the cops was out. There was not time to sit around with their thumbs jammed up their asses, waiting for a right squad rescue. And Pash knew that these guys meant to slaughter them all. Probably you had something special reserved for him. After all, he's ultimate smart peddler. He's a goddamn Lutheran, the fucking Antichrist as far as these were loose units were concerned. Waiting for them to butcher any more of these people, then set their sights on him, wasn't exactly precious a good idea of good time. So he killed the mains and fired his rover, right in the place he seemed keeping his eyes on, right into the bulk of the nearest reindeer. Naturally, Panadonium had been sewered. Total dog wouldn't remain long. Pash knew that, but at least he was hopeful by enough time for people to get mobile, make a move, Make, take some action if it meant hiding, retaliating, trying to bust out and escape. Anything was beyond the point where they play cautious, helping by by following instructions. They might avoid more death. It wasn't that they, what the goddamn crickets came to do. Everyone's going to die, and playing this sick rules wasn't that wouldn't change the damn thing. The total dark didn't remain for long. Torches, bed lights, mobile phones with flashlights, battery-operated lamps in a venue. All kinds of illuminations soon happened. Happening. The contrast of dark patches of shadow, crisscross beams of light in varying degrees, made that more like a hellish scene and a total light more frightening. More light spilled into the chaos. 
Somebody held a motor from behind the barn, turned free the Santa's helpers at the rainbow family. The cavorting orange flames let them more some let more the infernal aspect of the table X. Dan Fetch Fiskers using an overturned table as a shield. He'd been waiting for another opportunity to shoot one more of the Santa's soldier goes. And better yet, Santa himself. Indeed, he found himself watching from bizarre fascinations and more events followed the reindeer Pelco. A figure launched themselves right up and into the bar, then down amidst the reindeer crew, still there, stunned by the burning companions. Santa Claus, you fucking do. You of all people should know better than the fuck with a mental health. Shot, Patrick realised it was a next newest girl, the stunning brunette who come dressed as a sexy elf. She came on a path among the reindeer, swinging a candy cane. Rodolph, with your nose so bright, she tutted. Why did you fucking die tonight? As Paul's watching critically, too stunned to even open fire. And after the crazy cover, girl cover, he saw the brightly striped item in her hand was little more, more than it appeared. She she stripped the three quarters of red and white coating away to reveal extremely, reveal extremely incredible item was a cane sword. She capered among the stupefied reindeer, an insane elf with a wicked blade. Then she chopped the blade against the side of Rufus' neck, in which violent force it sneered into flesh, bright to blown. It was a blow that was delivered by a larger, stronger angel. It was quite possibly the red-nosed freak would have been decapitated completely. As for was the blow, still garnered, shocking, fatal results. I washed the blood jet forth, and Marie used a gory shower. Created a nice diversity tactic to get close enough to another reindeer disciple. She shrewed him like a kebab, trumping the point of the weapon to Kabbalist's reindeer gut, an upward 45 degrees angle. He printed it out his back, adjacent to his spine, and sat back as she let him drop to his knees, bubbling blood from his gaping mouth. Instead of in- immediately ducking for cover, she continued to dance around the fallen bodies, a sexy, psychotic elf. While most of these still breathing, or much too deep in shock to move, had taken advantage to push his light skill, and made for what slowly, safely they could. It's saving haven, it's raven head of an infant. A desperately remained right out in the open, possibly completely forgetting the sense of the gun. Patch wanted to scream and hide to get down, or something he was hopeless to catch away. She trailed around and droplets of blood flew off the end of her cancel, gleaming, trembling ruby in a cast glow by the burning reindeer bodies she realized she was tracking Santa's shapes in the air with blade stars spells snowflakes you also said the other two fancy dressed women were trailing in the wake Marie and Jess were both of them looking both scared death but toting regular weaponry as well Maria clutched a Christmas star a precious could see no ordinary decoration aside from one head safe handle holdings uh, hold onto it the rest of the item was composed entirely of blades. As for Jacoska, she had a reef in her hands, one which involved nails, segments of jagged wire, and sharp pieces of steel hanging off of it. And it did any old mess of material. Christ on a pony, Roach wondered. What the hell did they get? Where did it? Where the hell did they get all that? 
The query was answered when a fourth individual stole out from behind the bar. Jeff had from the kitchen, holding on to Santa's sack. He searched for it. It withdrew what Patrick guessed was snow globes. Nor only snow globes, hurling them at the dwindling reindeer disciples. Proceeded showers of bursted glass and flying nails, a dangerous to its sliced flesh, spluttering a furtive red hue from the air. It was evident few, if any of the reindeer possessed firearms, they retreated at a creepy craze of elf, slashing neutral patterns in the air like a bloody sword blade graced them, traced them, eyes twinkling with gleam, a precious little to do the holiday season. What nice they, did they weld, paled into significance, with some blade candy cane, not only just taking into considering the fearsome items held by the ever slightly intrepid companions, garnished from certain to his own sack. It was all they needed for the mind of fancy dressmakers and stuff like to finally wake up and conclude sitting around waiting to die wasn't the smartest route to take. They rushed those few fainted still visible. A paltry number for them now combined with the mass rage of vanity that had swamped them. Passion would he'd witnessed some truly ugly ugly truly fucking ugly brutal things tonight that he saw now his eventual tide of pissed off punters, wrecked women and savage security serfs descended on Santa, scorched in their brain with grisly, gruesome intensity. It was of no use of creative Christmas weaponry fashioned by statistics centre, like Marie and Co. exhibited instead. They grabbed everything within the fancy dress walls. They could lay their hands and turn into infants of budgeting, passionate when you see damaging bill, smashing rocking, skyrocketing to a new Christmas. There were dinner plates, bottles, pieces of furniture, just about anything that could be welded just in, to making a bloody bulb Pulled radium strew right there on the floor. Santa himself, though, was a ghost. No son of rest, clad son of a bitch. Gonna not, he vanished like a wolf. Somewhere where the dark shadows still pulled, until Mary, presiding over carriage, she guessed it with a gleeful and injured expression. A candy cane sword caught a flesh of red. Upstairs, up on the accommodation, deep level, poop level. As the scent began to these dresses, Decked the halls of pieces of reindeer. Mary, the, the, the malevolent elf, made a beeline for the stairs. Jeff, hosting Sanka's tank of lethal toys and playthings, followed as the rest of the surviving dressed fancy dress scales took uh, the other flight stairs, marching up like vengeful army of erotic Christmas sundry models. Sure enough, Push saw the centre no longer his gun. He must have lost it in the commotion, deliberate blackout, just as he lost his attack. About without it being stolen by a brazen elephant path, he had already nowhere to go. As Jessica and me led the crowd of women up, Santa, having seen what the crowd had done to his reindeer acolytes, turned about face, perhaps fancying his chances more against the duo advancing from the DJ booth. <coughs> Pash switched the lights back on. It was possibly an ill-fated move, given how horrific the whole place looked. Under minimal sporadic lights, but he needed everything regardless of how horrific it was going to be. Mary thrust her cane on the floor, avoid the rain smile, adjoining his uh, fridge edge. Santa laughed scornfully, disbelieving. He changed, charged her, 
Trim to the tree, Jeff, Mary said. Oh, cue, Jeff, whipped another item for the appropriate Santa's sack and passed it to her. Christmas sights featuring not but gaudy, colourful bubbles and sparkly bells, but lengths of razor wire running in congestion with the leaves too late to halt his primitive dash. And Mary, Santa blundered right into it like a humming ball of insane energy. Mary wrapped the lights around and around his body, slicing them with the razor blade, pulling his limbs to him in a hideously wild, festive bid. Marie arrived just in time to place the star. She jammed the bloody, bloody star in from his own sack into Santa's stocking cap. Well, let's see what this debacle tree looks like. Ugliest countdown tree I've seen, but maybe the light still make a shine, make it shine. Jeff plugged essentially the pole of his DJ booth, ignoring the tinsel spangled body of the DJ himself, and switched it on. The varying ray of colouring colours glistened in a brilliant display, flashing and flickering. So did the sparks of electricity that lit broken leaves came into contact with the razor, razor wire. A roaches cheer erupted from the hall below as the smoke started to curl around the stumbling, squalling Santa Claus. The lights blinkered and sputtered. More sparks flew. A pungent building burning the aroma joined by a coat of death already, assailing the entire venue. Then the ugly Scandam Santa trees crashed right through the railing and pumped it down. Fancy dress had their own Christmas tree set up in the dead centre of the room. Just in the occasion, a towering model of almost comprised of metal and plastic, Santa's smoking Christmas light bound body smashed right into it, tumbled through a handful of limbs, and came impaled in a metal stabilizing rod. Even more smoke started to bellow, a further surge of dangerous sparks shot from like firecrackers, and the cheering crowd continued to bay their approval. Grinning insanely, Mary leaned over the undamaged section of the railing. That's what I call a merry fucking Christmas.